0: Hello, and welcome to Bookstore Explorer, the show where we go behind the shelves with independent booksellers to find out what makes these shops such magical places. I'm author Matt Browning, and my guest today is Becky Morgan, owner of Pages in the Pines in Running Springs, California. Now, this is a unique take on a bookshop. It's part of a collective of shops in an event space called Havenwood, and it's by far the smallest shop that I've featured on the show so far, coming in at a whopping 120 square feet. So how do you create a destination bookshop and event space in such a small area? Becky is here to tell us all about it. So, so come along as we go bookstore exploring. Becky, thanks for joining me on Bookstore Explore episode number nineteen.
1: I'm happy to be here. Thanks for the invite.
0: I, I'm really excited to hear about your shop because it looks really, really cool on Instagram. Um, I usually start with a with a description of the inside of the shop, but let's start outside because the outside is really, really beautiful. So, so describe the outside of the shop and then walk us through the interior.
1: Sure. Thank you so much. Yeah, the outside. Um, It's really cute. It's a lean-to building. We built it ourselves. Um, It's a really small building. (laughs) probably one of the smallest bookshops ever. It's 120 square feet. Um, And the outside, we have um, wood siding. We wanted it to kind of blend in with um, kind of the other buildings here and also kind of a nod to the history of the property. Uh, This property that we're on was owned by um, a lumber company Um, over 100 years ago, they left and went up to Oregon, Brookings, Oregon, but it was the Brookings brothers that owned this property. So we kind of wanted to keep some of that, you know, old time vibe. So we've got, you know, wood siding. um, We've got some corrugated metal at the base. And my favorite part is the doorway. Um, It's an arched door and double doors and Around the arch of the door is a whole bunch of books. Um, I drew that inspiration from the last bookshop in Los Angeles. Um, Mm I don't know if some of your listeners have been there, but it's a magical place. And they've done some really cool stuff with books as far as building archways. So that was kind of my inspiration for that. So um, I cut all the books myself and glued them on to the building and hopefully they will withstand our winter up here. <laughs> i put a lot of uh, polyurethane coats on there, so I'm hoping it'll withstand the winter, but um, above that arched doorway is a vintage typewriter that we found um, while we were doing a little road trip. We stopped at kind of a junkyard, I would say. They had a whole bunch of old stuff outside and this really old typewriter was just sitting there in the dirt so we bought that. I painted it, and I put a, a quote in the typewriter there, so it looks like somebody was just typing. And that's mounted up above the the arched doorway.
0: That's one so of my it's favorite. Really, that's um, one of my favorite aspects is the typewriter.
1: Yeah, I love it. Um, it's it's my favorite space here on our property. We have over an acre here, and the bookshop is my favorite spot.
0: So at 120 square feet. So you're definitely the smallest shop mm-hmm. I've had on so far.
1: Yeah, we've got to maximize our space there, and um, so yeah, we've got shelves in there. We again, we built everything ourselves, um, painted it. I we found an old mantle, fireplace mantle, um, at a thrift store, and we put that inside, and we use that as part of our shelving. And then I drew or painted um, like a fire in the fireplace because. You can't have um, open fires up here in the mountains. <laughs> so I thought, well, I can't have a fireplace, but I could paint a fire in the fireplace so that, you know, you can imagine being warm when you're in there on a cold day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when did you open up the shop? Because it's fairly new, right?
1: Yeah, we just opened in July of this year. Um, so we are very new. And um, we had a retail store for 10 years before this in down in Claremont. Um, which is in L.A. County. And I had a very small section of the store that was dedicated to books. So having an actual bookshop with, even though it's small, it's a lot more square footage than I had for books at my old store.
0: Pages in the Pines is is one aspect of a larger shopping and event space, right?
1: Yes. Yeah, we have over an acre here, and we've got... um couple other things going on on our property we have a retail store called havenwood and that's got gifts um candles cards that kind of thing um i have a little garden area that in october was a pumpkin patch and for um december it is a little gingerbread house village where i made um turned a whole bunch of old playhouses into gingerbread houses Hmm. and we also on the property have um my husband's business, he is. He was in the movie lighting industry for decades, and he um, finally did his own thing, and he designs and makes lights, so he has a workshop here. We also um, host workshops, so um, we've had one on macrame. I'm going to be doing a Christmas tree workshop, so uh, we have a lot of stuff going on here. We have movie nights in the summer and um, a few festivals throughout the year, so it's a really fun space to be in. But again, my favorite space is the bookshop.
0: Well, I was going to ask you then what, what um, kind of inspired you to add a bookshop to the space? I know you said you had a sort of a small section of books in your previous business.
1: Yeah. I personally love bookshops. Whenever I travel, I try to find um, a small independent bookshop or used bookshop. Um, They really are magical places. And I, I just love being in bookshops. So it was really selfish reasons. (laughs) I wanted a space like that. And also, you know, filling a need here on the mountain. We're um, in the mountains of Southern California. There's um, not many shopping places and and definitely I was the only bookshop. I think another bookshop opened about 20 miles away, which is awesome. Um, So really filling a need for the community. Um, Because a lot of people come up here to get away, to unplug, to connect with family and themselves. And so, you know, I think having books, journals, um, options like that is great for doing that. You can disconnect from the outside world and grab a book and just relax in the mountains and read and journal. So, it's you know, filling a need for the community as well as my own selfish desire to have a bookshop.
0: (laughs) Listen, I do this podcast for selfish reasons. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of response have you gotten from, from your customers since you opened up? Cause you haven't been open very long.
1: Yeah. People love it. Especially I love watching when people um, are walking down the driveway and they catch a glimpse of the bookshop. Um, they point, they walk over, they take pictures and I love seeing that. Um, People love having it up here, and my favorite customers are the the young people um, that come in and find a book that they want to read. So it's it's fun. People love it. Um, I do have some uh, repeat customers, which is nice. I've got some locals. I've had um, a couple local authors ask to put books here, which I'm more than delighted to have that here. So people have been very responsive and um, welcoming to us. So that's a great feeling.
0: Now, with 120 square feet, I imagine you have to be very selective about what goes on the shelves. So, so tell me about the inventory that you have.
1: Yeah, great question. Um, I try to have something for everybody as well, which is another challenge, you know. <laughs> so one half of the bookstore is mostly kids' books um, from, you know, just the visual readers like the the young you know toddler books, um, all the way up to young adult. And I also have some puzzles and games and workbooks. So one half of the store is really geared towards young people. and the other half is like more gift books. I do have um, some non or um, I'm sorry some fiction, which I never had in my store in Claremont. It was really mostly gift books there. Mm-hmm. So having some of the best sellers here, Um, I think it's important because again, when you, you know, a lot of folks that come up here are wanting to just kind of unwind and a lot of times you want some great fiction to take you away. So I have a small section of, um, bestsellers. Like I look at, you know, what are some of the book clubs reading at the, at the time? So I pick from there and then also, um, books that have to do with the forest and Pacific Crest Trail and some of the wildlife that you might find up here. So I try to be very conscientious about the selections here, you know, because like you said, the, the space is small, but also I want to make sure I'm, you know, touching on the needs of our visitors.
0: So how many books um, can fit into your space? Do you know how many you keep stocked at any given time?
1: You know, I, I thought you might ask that question and I really don't know. I just, I, <laughs> Uh, it's full, <laughs> um, hundreds of titles, I would say. And I love, like, that's probably my favorite thing to shop for is the books because I told you I have a gift shop here as well, mm-hmm. and I make a lot of stuff. But my favorite thing is going online or, or to shows and picking, hand picking up books. Everything, every book, like I selected myself. I didn't just say, okay, you, you know, sales rep, give me a, a bunch of books. Right. Um everything has been thoughtfully chosen by me and hopefully um appreciated by the customers. But yeah, I have to maximize my space and again try to pick a little bit of something for everybody. I also have some craft books like if you wanted to learn how to knit, I've got a book for you. <laughs> um mm. so yeah, a little bit of everything.
0: What's been one of your more popular sellers?
1: Um I would say actually children's books, um, A lot of grandparents and parents buying um, picture books for their kids. And then second to that would probably be the books that are um, specific to this area, like the Pacific Crest Trail books or books on foraging or forest bathing. So those are the top two categories, I would say.
0: Now, do you have any like favorite books of your own that you kind of like to keep in stock so that you can recommend them to customers who just
1: want a book recommendation? Um, yeah, there's different categories. Like I I try to read a lot of the fiction that we have so that I can make recommendations to people. Mm-hmm. But also a lot of the gift books like um, Oh, the Places You'll Go. Um, that's always been a great seller because it's a perfect like gift book, you know, for a new graduate or for you know young person starting out um so yeah i try to keep some inspirational and some fiction because those are kind of my favorite um categories myself so
0: have you had customers come in and like tell you about maybe a book they're looking for and you've discovered a book you've loved that you didn't even know about until you were running the shop
1: that's a great question um I'm actually reading a book right now. And of course I don't have it handy, um, but a gal came in and they, she's in a, a book club and they were up here for a little girl's getaway. And they bought a book here, but she told me about a book that um, was one of her favorites. It, it's historical fiction. And it I looked it up and it was like from the early nineties. And I was <laughs> surprised that, you know, that that's a favorite book still. So of course I don't have it handy. Um, but I, I bought that for myself. I haven't bought it to put in the store yet, but um, I probably will. Um, so, yeah, I love when, when people give me recommendations. And I, again, my favorite is when young people, like teenagers, come in and buy a book. And then I ask them, hey, tell me what you'd like to see more of in, in the store, because that's not a genre I'm familiar with. Yeah, and I hear them yeah. like speak passionately about, you know, this fantasy author that they love or sci-fi or anime because these are things that you know genres that I'm not familiar with so it's great to hear from young people and that's actually helped me pick some titles to have here in in my bookshop
0: and you mentioned you see a lot of people coming up and taking photos I can see that it's a very photogenic looking space and I can I can see the inspiration with the last bookshop I've actually been there and that place was like made for Instagram photos.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, having spaces like people want to be in feel good to be in and, and want to take a picture in, mm-hmm. you know, it, it is good to have those spaces, you know, and then to have the, um the content too inside the shop that, that people are moved by and want to buy and want to gift, you know?
0: So you mentioned, you know, there are some other, there's a gift shop up there and your husband's business in the bookshop. Are they all sort of, connected together or are they separately staffed? How do, how do, how do they do it? Day-to-day operations
1: go? That's a good question. There's, they're separate buildings. um, When, and we're a little bit off the highway. So a main highway, when you're going up to like Big Bear, which is a resort town up here in the mountains, you Mm -hmm. have to drive by our location, but we're a little bit down. You have to like go behind this A-frame that's in the front, which is another retail store. It's not our retail store. It's my friend's and she, it's a great store. But yeah, you go behind her. And then I noticed, you know, when people walk down they they look around because there's these, you know, my husband's workshop. And then we have two really cool little sheds that we built next to his place. And then my retail shop and then the bookshop. We also have a, a vintage camper that we renovated and it's got Christmas stuff in it right now. There's like a lot of stuff going on when you look down on our property Um, So there's a lot of discovery, but yeah, they're separate buildings and my husband and um, he has an employee there in his shop and it's just me here at the retail and bookshop. So, um, yeah, there's there's a lot of discovery spaces here, which I love. And what's cool is like if you do buy a book and you want to start reading it right away, you can totally sit down, you know, anywhere on our property. We have seating here and there and just start reading and relax and you don't have to rush off and jump in your car and go anywhere.
0: Oh, that's so, such a cool idea.
1: Yeah. So, well, thanks. Yeah. Because, you know, again, I think about what do I want? That All was right. like a big thing when we were creating the spaces. Where would we want to hang out? Where, what would we like to see? What do we need more of up here on the mountain? And that's kind of our guiding compass as we create spaces here. The coaching conversation, 2024. This podcast is 100% dedicated to leadership and leadership within the workplace coaching area. We work with companies throughout the world teaching leaders how to coach their employees. This podcast is dedicated to teaching specific strategies, frameworks, coaching models, and now artificial intelligent strategies to help leaders drive greater teamwork, collaboration, cooperation, greater attitudes, better motivation, coaching career development, just to name a few I hope you'll check out our podcast now you
0: mentioned that you know you've you ran a retail business before was it was it tricky for you to sort of get into the groove of how to actually operate a bookshop was that it was that a big learning curve
1: yeah um yeah I would say so because the demographics up here in the mountains that's another thing that's very different than where we were before we had built in foot traffic where we were before and here I have to work a little harder to let people know where we are and how to get here. Um, but also, yeah, um, the books, cause you know, there's so many titles out there that you can choose from. And um, there's not one like book rep that reps all the, you know, all these genres, mm-hmm. you know, you might have one place you go for gift books and one place you go for craft books. And so you kind of have to, I feel like, and, and maybe as I, you know, get more experience and time under my belt as a bookshop owner, it'll get easier, but I I feel like I have to like dig around and search for ways to order my books, believe it or not. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to going to a big book show show maybe in New York, um, next year and connecting with, um, some, you know, a variety of publishers and, help me with my selections but yeah it is a challenge because it's just me i'm running the retail shop like i said i make a lot of stuff as well Mm -hmm. um and i'm running the events that we have here so uh yeah it can be challenging but again it is my favorite space and so i'm uh, i love doing it i just need to get better at it you know
0: that's this is one of my favorite topics to talk about with guests on the podcast because as a customer you'll Oftentimes we walk into a shop and we really don't think about the work behind the scenes to, to create that space and to stock it. So I love to talk to booksellers about, it. you know, how do you determine what goes on your shelves? Who's making all these decisions? And, you know, they'll say sometimes we'll go through a distributor, but a lot of times we prefer going straight through the publisher. Um, everybody has, you know, their different experience and their different preferences of how to how to get their inventory.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It is a challenge. Cause like for, let's say for my gift shop, I can often go to one um, rep and have a huge variety, huge catalog of different types of things to stock my bookshop or to uh, stock my retail shop, but the bookstore is different, you know? Um, and some of the systems aren't that efficient. There's, I, I've had to like chase down um, like people that work with publishers to try to place an order. And I'm like, it shouldn't be that difficult for me to spend my money. And that's just a real, you know, feedback on on what it's like. Um, But again, I'm going to guess that a part of that is my lack of experience. So if we were to talk in a year, hopefully I'd have um, a a better answer that it's easier. But uh, yeah, it, it is a challenge.
0: Well, that's one of the reasons too. I try to be uh, varied in my guests. You know, I like to have new shop owners and I like to have people that have been around for 20, 30 years to kind of get every perspective on that, that business end of the bookshop business. We're taping this episode's coming out right at the tip end of November into December, and this is going to be your first holiday season. So what do you have in store for the, for the holidays?
1: Um, I have, well, knock on wood, I'm hoping this happens. This Saturday, December 3rd, we're having a with um, a lot of other artisans and live music and food and a beer and wine garden. Hopefully the weather's going to be agreeable, um, but we'll have the bookshop open, the camper open, the retail shop. So it should be fun, Um, but the weather's looking a little questionable. So Mm. Um, either way, we're going to have some um, events here uh, with workshops and um, just opportunities to gather. I have, that's one thing that's kind of unique to where we are is it's a, there's a lot of locals that need and want places to gather. And um, so we try to provide those. We put our fire pits out and um, have our workshops. And um, so I'm in the process right now of planning things for the next three months. So. I've got a couple of workshops that we're going to be doing and it should be fun, a fun December weather permitting.
0: <laughs> well, temperature wise do, is, does it usually stay comfortable enough year round probably to, um, to do outdoor things depending upon, you know, precipitation.
1: Yeah. Yeah. January and February, probably not, but you know, I've had, this is our first year doing retail um, where there's actual weather, <laughs> where there's <laughs> snow. Um yeah. So we're going to learn. But a lot of the locals, they say we're a lot hardier than you think. So have the events, you know, put the fire pits out. We're down. We've done movie nights here in the summer. And I've had a lot of locals say, hey, why don't you do a Christmas movie night? And I'm like, "Okay." (laughs) hopefully we have enough fire pits. But um, yeah, it's going to be interesting as we learn here. But I'm thinking January, February, we probably too many outdoor things.
0: I'll have to check back in with you in the spring to get an update on how, how the winter. Yeah, yeah,
1: that'd be great. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: So one of the questions I always love to ask my guests um, has to do with, and I think you mentioned it a little bit earlier, bookshops being magical places, because I hear that over and over, and it's kind of my guiding mantra of the show. Uh, So what do you think? What do you think it means? What does it mean to you to hear that bookshops are magical places?
1: Um, I couldn't agree more. And I, like I said, I love when I see young people, you know, hanging out in the bookshop and picking something, you know, that that speaks to them and that they want to read and they want to learn. Bookshops are magical because they really meet you wherever you are. Um, There's so much opportunity for discovery in a bookshop. Um, If you want to learn something new, if you want to have introspection If you want to be taken away with some great romance novel or fiction, or you need a a workbook because you want to do, you know, do some coloring or whatever. I mean, bookshops meet you exactly where you are and oftentimes can push you in directions that maybe you need to go in. Um, I I love bookshops, you know, They, they really are magical.
0: Me too, clearly. (laughs) So so tell us us where our listeners can find you online, on social media.
1: And on Instagram, um, Pages in the Pines Books is my bookshop. And Havenwood Running Springs is my Instagram for the retail shop. So if you are driving up to the mountains, let's say you're going to go to Lake Arrowhead, or you're going to go to Big Bear, or you're going to go to Santa's Village, um, come on up. Uh, to Havenwood and visit us, visit the bookshop. Um, so we're right here an hour and a half outside of Las Vegas and also an hour and a half in spring. So great location in the mountains, and we'd love to have visitors um come and that heard about us from your podcast. That would be awesome.
0: Cool. It's been great to to learn more about the space, and thanks for being with me today.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for the opportunity. Have a great holiday season. you too.
0: Bookstore Explorer is produced and hosted by me, Matt Browning. Our theme music is Come Right Back to You by Max Hickson. You can follow all my bookstore explorations at BookstoreExplorer.com or on Instagram and Facebook at bookstore Explorer, And follow us on Twitter at bookstore EXPLR. Thanks for listening.